0: and everything i have is yours but we have to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found this is the word of the lord thanks be to god so the parable of the prodigal son is i think one of the most widely known parables But it isn't necessarily the most widely understood so because these are the times we live in i did a quick poll on social media to see whether my friends had heard of it and what they felt it was about they all knew of it and the general consensus was that it deals with an irresponsible young man who squanders his father's wealth has to return home in shame only to have his father not say one negative word to him But to greet him extravagantly they all concluded that the message is that god will forgive those who are sorry which is pretty good for what is essentially a motley collection of mainly atheists so there is some hope Um, there are so many readings of this parable and so many reflections have been written about its themes Um, lots of sermons ask us to put ourselves in the place of the younger son because we've all made choices that have taken us further away from God and have the reassurance that he comes to meet us in our need and not just reluctantly, but joyously. Or perhaps we've been encouraged to be more like the father who holds no malice and genuinely celebrates the return of the one who was lost. I did find that for a lot of people, they felt that's where the parable ended. We get a happy ending, a lesson is learnt, and we imagine that the younger son will mend his ways. There is, though, the tricky matter of the older son, the one who stayed and obeyed the societal rules and responsibilities instead of putting himself first and breaking his father's heart. It's quite easy to take his side and to empathise with his anger, particularly if we are an older sibling in our own family. We can get caught up in a strong sense of what is right and fair. So who are these brothers in a contemporary setting? I'm sure they exist in many of our own families where the oldest child is held to a high standard and has to grit their teeth when their B for art GCSE is given a cursory nod. While their younger siblings Pasta and Glitter masterpiece is put on the wall forever. Um, Austrian psychiatrist Alfred Adler looked at birth order and its effect on personality and lifestyle choices over an extended period. Unsurprisingly, he found that older siblings are given a lot more responsibility and are often placed in a role of authority over their younger siblings, while the younger children are under less parental scrutiny and feel more able to go off and do their own thing. There comes a point, though, where we have to admit that the older son is just as lost as his younger brother, if not more. The younger brother's story arc follows the familiar pattern. Irresponsible act, repercussions, remorse, forgiveness. It's neat. His brother's more messy, maybe more human for someone who sees himself as being the upholder of traditional values he shows that self-righteousness is a kind of false faith in his refusal to join the feast he too shows disrespect for his father's authority he talks about the years that he worked like a slave not to disappoint his father but that's just about duty not love The older brother has fallen into the trap of thinking that his actions protect him from the emptiness of his heart he's reliant on knowing the way things are done and what he feels is expected of him as soon as he sees what he perceives to be the correct order of things challenged it's more than he can bear and he all but stamps his foot and screams it's not fair he has no faith at all he has no faith that he will receive what is his he has no faith in maintaining his role in his father's household he's in the most basic terms jealous and scared this is more relevant to our own lives than we're probably comfortable with admitting our society places so much value on towing the line results and attainment, that it's hard to remember that we don't have to compete because there's a much simpler way to live. Like we're told in James 4.10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. We don't get a neat conclusion to this family saga. Maybe the brothers do find a way to live together harmoniously. Maybe the younger son is so changed by his experience that he treats his father better from then on. We don't even know if the older brother did join the feast. Because life doesn't always have a neat conclusion. We can, though, take comfort in the father's reassurance, the simple words that he says to his son, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. Just because the party being thrown might not be to honour us, God has made it clear that we are always welcome at the table as beloved family members.